Hey, welcome to Optimize Your Body with Martin Silva, where we talk raw, uncut facts to truly help you optimize your body. Hello, Andrew Bond. Mate, what, what are you doing up at this time? 11 p.m. Man, I'm in, in anticipation of recording a podcast because you're either going to get me uh, speaking now or get up at 5 in the well, 4.30 in the morning. I couldn't handle that, mate, so I had to get it done now. I just couldn't sleep. I was anxious, so That's I was ready to get You're anxious about getting grilled by me on the podcast again, were you, mate? <laughs> yeah, mate. That's anxious about doing all the talking and you just sitting back and listening. So I know. It's more like an interrogation, mate, than a podcast nowadays. Mm-hmm. Just just trying to, like, rinse you, mate. Just trying to get all this information out of you. Um, That's it. But yeah, mate, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about fasting. Obviously, we've done that first episode, didn't we, back in uh, back in the day when back we first day. started? Yeah, man. So intermittent fasting. Well, how are you doing for that? Because you are you are you um, using that as often as you used to, or have you got different views on it now? Um, what you mean in terms of that episode? No, I'm just in terms of fasting itself. Like, obviously, you're big advocates of it back in the day. Yeah, has that changed for you? Or I know you mentioned it recently. You've been doing maybe sixteen eight or. Mm. Uh, you're skipping breakfast each day right yeah that's right mate yeah so for me it's just like a lifestyle kind of thing so i'm just doing what i've always done really just and you know where it's like me it just molds in better for us because obviously we start work at like five six in the morning we've got a few clients yeah. and i think we're just connected with the fact that you know you feel better generally when you're not eating right like for the most part mm. do you agree with that or yeah i totally agree man. i was having a chat with my client about it uh yesterday actually she was saying, like, you intermittent fast. And I was like, yes and no, like, I do, but I don't necessarily call it that. I just kind of skip breakfast because it fits in with my lifestyle, right? Because I'm getting up at, like, yesterday morning, I was up at, say, probably, like, 4.45, 5 o'clock. I don't really feel like eating at that time. I've got to get out to the train. I've got to be with someone by 6.15, and my journey takes, like, 30 minutes. So, for me, it is, like you said, it's part of my lifestyle, part of my routine now. So, I don't really think about it anymore. I'm not necessarily, like, advocating that I am a... a a massive intermittent faster but yeah i generally do skip breakfast when i haven't got time for it in the morning so exactly that's the same as me so we don't even think about it anymore it's just second nature right we're just in tune with the fact that okay i'm not like i tried it i tell you what and i tried it um because obviously i'm trying to trying to build muscle right so i'm thinking of doing that show in october trying to do a little bulk right so i got up my usual time like quarter past four in the morning I thought right I'm going to get a meal in me before having like three clients so I had three clients 5am till 8am eight steak eggs avocado spinach worked out about 800 calories mate I felt like crap I was with my client and I was just like my energy obviously when you're eating just so the listeners know you know your body has to work really hard and obviously it depends what you eat as well but generally it's it's a pretty big process the digestion process so you know, it kind of makes sense in a way, right, that you feel a bit better on an empty stomach for the most part? Yeah, I do, de- definitely, man, for the most part. Maybe Sundays is probably the only day that I eat in the morning because I have more time. Like, But um, generally, it, it, that's probably someone who shouldn't fast, really, someone who does have, like you said, you, you have trouble breaking food down. If you're eating big meals and you have digestive issues, then um, and you're feeling sluggish, um, your stomach's hurting and you're bloated after, after eating all that food, then... Generally, you'd be in the bracket of someone who probably shouldn't follow the intermittent fasting rule. Absolutely. And I think it can be overdone as well. So I think to a certain extent, I kind of do it a little bit too much. I think just like anything we ever talk about, all of these things can be used as great tools, but they can also be abused. So I think there's going to be some good to come out of if you're intermittent fasting every single day, like I do most days, I'm the same as Andrew. I'll tend to have a breakfast normally on a Saturday and Sunday. Um, and I think to do that is going to be good in some way because the body, 
you would think, just like anything, it would adapt not in the best way if you're doing something all the time. You're going to get less yeah. benefits because it's like, you know, you throw a curveball, you know what I mean? Like with your training, for example, as you training as an example, you know, you'll do something, uh, Andrew and I will do a certain type of training for three to six weeks and then we'll switch over to a different kind of stimulus. It's the same thing with anything, really, with fasting, even like calorie tracking, Drew, which I'll, I'll come to in a bit. Um, yeah. but, but what I wanted to say, mate, was um, I know your client asked you the other day, and most of the time, people are connecting this intermittent fasting to looking better or fat loss, right? Yeah, man, is that's that's one of the massive issues that you get in the fitness industry. Um, like, is pushing fatness, uh, fatness, fasting, sorry, as like a weight weight loss tool. Um, but like anything in the fitness industry, as we've both uh, alluded to in the past, that we have had like eating disorders from from our control that we've had with certain foods i feel that like intermittent fasting is another tool that you use that can promote um starvation uh, <laughs> yeah, star, yeah starvation eating disorders if yep. we're only looking to it for a fat loss tool right and then it shouldn't be promoted in that way again with the fitness industry they find that little bit of information they run with it massively mm. and the only way it hasn't been pushed more is because it can't be packaged as a su- supplement basically Absolutely. Let's look at where we were, and a few years back, yeah? So, you know, we used to, as we've explained to the listeners several times, binge eating disorder, we used to eat not the best. Our relationship with food wasn't the best, you know? We would have uh, binges, restrict our calories and whatnot. So, obviously, we're all on our own journey, and we, and we learned from those experiences. But, you know, we would use fasting, really, primarily when we'd, we'd overeaten, right? So we would like smash loads of calories, eat all the wrong kinds of foods, and I'd be like, right, I'm gonna fast now, and then like put the body under, under more stress, which, you know, it's a, it's a stress which the body, the body can respond from certain stresses in a way which is beneficial, right? So that's, that's why fasting can be used as a, as a tool which is gonna benefit you, but Andrew and I used to, used to use it in an, in an unhealthy way as well. Yeah. We used to like, for example, when I came out to see you about three, four years ago in New York, uh, after my show, we were just like, we, we were all right then. We were actually getting better at that point, but we still had some yeah, massive yeah. blowouts, right? Remember that? Remember uh, <laughs> um, on Thanksgiving? Yeah, we, we, well, <laughs> before we had a week of binging, fasting, binging, fasting every day, really. That's true. It did, it, you know, it, it did uh, mitigate the damage a little bit, but again, it's still building an unhealthy relationship with food, right? It's showing that you can overeat, overconsume junk food. And then fast your way out of the, the next ne- the next day, and that's not really showing you what fasting should be used for for all the health benefits and health reasons. Absolutely, and I think like most people really like most people. I'm not sure, not necessarily people listening to this is different levels, but let's just say even most people listening to this podcast should probably be prioritizing other things before they consider fasting, right? Yeah. Because to get to that level where, you know, like we just talked about at the beginning of this podcast, where you're, you know, eating intuitively and doing these things intuitively. So Andrew and I are now connected with the fact that, oh, it's okay to just go without food. It's okay. Our muscle's not going to fall off me. And in fact, I feel better when I don't eat. You know, I function better. My, my brain functions better. My digestion sometimes is better. You know, I'm, I'm, I have more clarity mentally. I, I just generally function better. So, you know, um, I think... I agree yeah, with that. I yeah, agree yeah. what you I thanks just, for, I thanks just, for chipping in there, man. I forgot what I was saying. So I appreciate that. <laughs> I chipped in because I, I can see you were stumbling. Spot on, bro. <laughs> help, me out, help me out as well in the same way. Yeah. I won't, mate. 
But like again, like you just said, then like you want to really put in those other structures first and those building blocks first before you even look at fasting as, as any sort of tool. So like, is your metabolism firing correctly? As you said earlier about tracking your calories, do you have an awareness of calories? Do you know, have you got a good amount of protein and fiber in your diet? Mm. Are you increasing your water intake ta- daily? Um, is your training program efficient? Are you getting your steps in? Are you moving well? These are all tools that you should be implementing before you even think about, right, I'm going to use fasting as a tool. Like fasting should be way, way down the line in your list of priorities when it comes to health and fitness. Absolutely. And you were just saying, you know, you want to see if your metabolism is firing properly first. I like that. And I don't know why when you said that, I do know why, I thought about, you know, tracking your food intake. And like we've mentioned this as a tool as well, just to get an idea of the amount of calories. It doesn't have to be using an app. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. Although the apps such as MyFitnessPal are so easy to use, um, you can just make a note of what you're eating and try and you know use some sort of tool to figure out roughly how many calories you're having. Um, and that's going to be, I mean, the best measure to figure out whether your metabolism is healthy or not is to work out you know roughly how many calories your body needs to maintain its weight. So you know, I mean, we're going a bit off here, but for example, like certain people I train, I will get them to track their food intake. And, you know, like some, some, for example, I used someone as an example a while back, you know, it was a girl who was like um, 90 kilos. She was, um, you know, quite heavy. She's got quite a lot of muscle mass. She's been lifting weights for a while, but I figured out her maintenance calories were like 1300 calories, you know? Mm. So I, we know, both of us know that that is not a healthy metabolism. So then I had to like give her more calories to build her metabolism up. And that, that was the first point of call. So, you know, when it comes to fasting, intermittent fasting has many, many benefits, but it's something you should definitely use a bit further down the line. And on that exactly. note, Drew, do you think, Juan, were you going to say yeah. something? Yeah, yeah no, I'll, I'll drop on that as well. On, that, that point just made there. Um, like, just just look at the scenario. Let's, let's make a scenario up now, okay? Just um, say 90% of, of people out there, right? As you just said then, she was on 1,300 calories, okay? So mm-hmm. 90% of people out there, they are under-eating um, first up, yeah? Absolutely, yeah. They are not getting enough sleep. Or they're overeating, right? So they have under, under-eating or overeating okay. most of the time, yeah? I'm just going to lead on to a point in a sec. Like, so they're, 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 they're undernourished, mm. and because they think then... Fasting is a tool for fat loss, yeah, mm. uh, in exclamation marks. Um, they then add fasting to that recipe for disaster, which is another stress in the body, which is only going to lead to poor um, to poor metabolism in the future, basically. So if you're already under-eating, you're already over-exercising, you add fasting on top of that, which is another stress to the body, and that's going to have negative implications on your metabolism in the future. So really think about it because you hear the new it word from like a celebrity or, or people in the in the fitness industry on Instagram who have a huge following, the intermittent fast. Just think about your current situation. If you're already going through these issues such as under-eating, over-exercising, lack of sleep, loads of stress, etc., then this is not for you. Absolutely. And I like what you said there because, you know, adding an extra stress to the body. You know, it's, it's, it's the last thing you really want to do is if you're in a position where, you know, like Andrew was saying then, you know, you're under-eating already, you're not getting enough sleep or whatever. Even if you're under-feeding the body, let's just use that as an example. It makes yeah, t- I was like, oh, I'm 1,300 calories. Exactly. 
you that, know. That's exactly right. Well, that's what I worked out. Yeah, exactly. She's undefeated, so she wasn't eating much. It worked out, you know, her maintenance calories were 1,300. So, you know, if she wanted to then lose body fat, what am I going to do? Put her on, like, 1,100 calories? I mean, that's not no way to live. So it's a case, then, of building that metabolism up, you know, from the ground up, I guess, and getting, you know, just for the listeners getting her to focus on strength training, building muscle, reducing her, st- her stress levels. Uh, and not, as you've mentioned many a times, you know, if you build muscle, that's going to then fire your metabolism up. So that's, you know, relate, um, sorry, just to relate to what we were talking about, that's the best way to really build your metabolism, one of the best ways to build muscle. But yeah, it's, it's an added stress and it makes total, from an evolutionary standpoint, it makes complete and utter sense if you're already under stress, you're not, you're not giving your body much food, you then decide to cut food off even further, so then you'll go longer without food, and that then is going to put your body straight into that fight or flight survival mode, and you're going to do more harm than good. And do you know what? You, that's 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 how you really end up, you know, causing permanent damage to your metabolism. So just just be mindful of that. You know, it, it can be can be very detrimental if you're not in a place where you're eating whole foods and you're looking after yourself for the most part, right, Joe? Yeah, man, and what you said then from Avenue, uh, uh, can't even say the word, is a big word for me, mate. Don't worry, mate, it's ten past 11 p.m., I'll let you off, man. Let me try that, let me try again. <laughs> uh, evolutionary, there you go, Good standpoint. Work, mate. Good work. Um, I actually was chatting to someone in the gym, my fitness manager the other day, and he brought this point up, uh, which, which I want to say now is that um, during like caveman times, um, obviously there would be periods where you would fast, okay, um, especially for, for women, Um they would then obviously go without food for a long time. They would get super lean um, and, and are very hungry at the same time, and they wouldn't be able then to um, uh, create babies, okay? So, like I said, from an evolutionary standpoint there, it would be much harder to get pregnant. Um, so if you are a female who is um, looking to get pregnant, fasting probably isn't for you. As if you are going through stages trying to get super lean, if you look at athletes and, and who have super low body fat percentages, it is more difficult for them to get fertile and to have babies. Um, so from an evolutionary standpoint, looking back to those days, if you were fasted, if you were lean, if you were going hungry, then it would be more difficult to have your cycle and, and get pregnant as well, you know? Definitely. And there is definitely, I can totally identify that's what, that's, that's what I was trying to, trying to allude to there. Yeah, no, that's good. That was a very good point. And I can identify that with that with that totally because experiences i've had with clients who i have got them introduced fast into them and by the way like we'll, we'll come to this as well but you know people always want to go from zero to 100 really fast right so like andrew was saying you'll see it online you'll see intermittent fasting okay so what's the sweet spot uh, 16 hours most people are fasting for how about you don't start with 16 hours if, if this is new to you and you're used to getting up for example and eating breakfast then maybe you just want to might might delay your breakfast for a few hours um so start off with like a 12 hour fast um and there's even been studies to show that going 12 hours without food um can be good for the body you know you're still giving your body a chance to to do the good stuff just to simplify it and that's another thing you need to remember folks is like for the you know mo- most of the time all the good stuff in your body is happening when you're not eating right um but yeah i was going to say then about females now i haven't had i've had some cases with females fasting and they haven't responded very well although i've got them to a good point got them tracking their calories controlling their calories you know strength training build a muscle or whatever then i've introduced fasting and they just haven't they haven't felt good you know what i mean um i i generally find guys seem to respond a lot better and as you were saying you know when it comes to evolution and and, and, the, and reproducing you it kind of makes sense in a way there's definitely some going something going on there with a female kind of hormonal system which just for the ladies listening um 
the, the ratios are not as good from what I've seen, and yeah, something to do with the uh, amino acid profile, I believe, mate. Um, not getting enough. It, uh, it's, it's sometimes a struggle for females to get enough uh, protein in, I believe. Um, mm. You know, they eat it normally, and then when they fast, then they limit in their protein intake again. Um, I, I believe it's, it's something to do with amino acid profile and like estrogen receptors, mm-hmm. receptors, and, and producing um, a growth hormone, uh, which is a response for, for allowing the utero, uterus wall. Sorry, I'm trying to think of this now. You're on fire, mate. You're on fire. Keep going. To to thicken and, and begin that reproductive cycle. And you you might say you might like generally when you work with women and it comes to intermittent fasting, they will get a response from it which may be negative. Like I feel that um, they may get like thin in hair or hair loss or issues with their nails. So if you are a woman listening to this now and you're trying intermittent fasting or you've been doing it for a while and you're getting some of these issues, then I would stop i'd recommend you stop now obviously i'm not a doctor martin's not a doctor but we would recommend you go and see a consultant or a doctor who knows a little bit more about this than us you know definitely and let's just talk we talked about this in the last episode but some of the listeners are probably still thinking you know why is this beneficial let's just talk real quick like growth hormone andrew mentioned then so when you're not going without food generally your body's producing much more growth hormone uh when you sleep for example the body secretes the highest amount of growth hormone when you get when you fall into that deep REM sleep, that's when your body's really stimulating growth hormone, and growth hormone reproduces and regenerates every single cell in your body. It's a fat burning hormone, right? So this is why it's partly why it's been linked to, to fat burning. But again, people need to focus on how many calories they're eating, right? So if you're looking to lose body fat and then you're going to use just purely intermittent fasting, you know, one thing it does, one other good thing it can do for someone who's at a good level with eating is it gives you a smaller window to eat your food. So I find that has benefited some people just for that one reason alone. When they skip breakfast, they're then only going to eat maybe twice. Uh, and they can have, firstly, they can have bigger meals, which is why I like to refer to it as intermittent feasting, right? Um, and they have then a smaller window to eat their food in. So they don't, they don't have any, you know, like if you go in, if you get up and you have a breakfast straight away, then generally, you know, your appetite's going to be stimulated as well. But also, you know, you've got more time to contend with then. If, you, if your goal is to get leaner and you're trying to eat X amount of calories, then it's just a little bit more of a battle. But also insulin as well. Obviously, you don't produce um, insulin when you're, when you're fasting. I won't go too much into that because it's, it's kind of splitting hairs really. But um, also is the, um, the immune system benefits, which I think would plays a massive part into you know, energizing your body and whatnot because they've even proven with a shorter fast now, which um, last time we had this podcast, I was just aware that longer fasts, which are really extreme between like 24 hours and 72 hours, uh, are the ones which generally uh, repair your immune system and, you know, the immune system wipes out dead immune cells and replaces them with new ones. So it regenerates that immune system. But there's even been some studies to prove that just doing intermittent fasting and, and going 12 to, uh, 12 to 18 hours without food uh, can have similar effects so um yeah autophagy yep. cell autophagy for the that's big the words one. today that's the one yeah that's it, right? uh, you, you know you may like you may even get weight loss as, as a byproduct of fasting but that shouldn't be the main uh, the main uh, reason why you are fasting right so mm. that shouldn't be the main focus there and Definitely. what you were saying earlier about, um restricting your feeding as well like if you are one of these people who finds that you overeat at night um, then it could work for you because, as you uh, alluded to just now, when you said that you you call it um, intermittent feasting, right? So yep. you have bigger meals. So if you have that bigger meal in the evening, you're less likely to overconsume calories on that because it's going to fill you up. Exactly. Going, you know, 
So it's it's going to be more difficult to overconsume at that time. Absolutely, and this is going to be this is really good timing for this podcast because I'm now how far into a fast am I? What's the time now? Quarter past three. So this is rare, right? But I am what um, eighteen. I'm probably about 19 hours into a fast now, 19, 20 hours into a fast. This is very rare. Normally, I'll go about 16 hours. So generally, I'll break my fast, let's just say, at about any any time between about 9 and 12 p.m. So normally, I'm going within 24 hours. I'm going there in about 16 hours. Today, as I said, I'm about 20 hours into a fast because last night, I ate a poke bowl, which you might have seen on my Instagram. But then I had a second one, which I didn't put on there. Not because I didn't want people to see. I just, just didn't. Honestly, I'm not hiding nothing from you guys. But I had a second poke bowl, and I had, like, chicken teriyaki in there. And it, they must have fried it in vegetable. I, I wasn't thinking. Normally, I just have the raw fish. And they must have fried it in vegetable oil or whatever and, and the teriyaki sauce. And then I had one of their banoffee pies as well, which are made with, like, natural. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful, mm-hmm. mate. Natural with the, uh, you know, the, whatever that is. Uh, what's that oh, yeah. thing called again? Stevia. Stevia. Now, what's this thing? Steve- do, you, do you know when people do this? Like... I, I said that. I, yeah. Exclamation mark or, or speech. Yeah, I said it wrong earlier. Exclamation marks is not that. <laughs> it's like speech marks or whatever it is. I'm doing no, that thing not. on my fingers, right? Whatever that is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they okay. don't know what the hell we're talking about here. Anyway, yeah. um, I had the banoffee pie as well, which is like made with natural ingredients. But anyway, I think it was the chicken teriyaki or something. Just stomach what's that mean justify exactly natural natural ingredients make myself feel better yeah that's the one um but anyway man i had that and today my stomach was off my energy was off didn't feel good but i would have fasted anyway in the morning but then i trained so i trained about an hour or so ago and i still have and i still haven't eaten and i still don't feel like eating so you know um and people are probably and i don't know yeah go on Go on, you carry on, I'll tell you. I was just going to say real quick about uh, building muscle. So obviously then, just for the guys listening, we do get a lot of uh, male listeners. So, you know, I've just trained now, and I'm 20 hours into a fast. They're probably thinking, you're going to lose muscle, or are you going to lose muscle? Is it optimal for muscle growth? Now, the bottom line is, it doesn't really make that much difference. As long as I eat now, generally, two to four hours after training, as long as I get today, I get adequate protein in, which is a little bit harder now, right? Because I'm planning on today, which I really do this. I think Andrew did this, does this more often, but um, I'll, I'm going to have one big meal. That's the plan to have one huge meal today. So it's just an example. Like, you know, I'm not worried about losing muscle. I haven't eaten for 20 hours. I've just done a monster session in the gym, and, and here I am. So I don't mind, man. I, th- I think, like, from that perspective, you're teaching yourself that you don't need – you don't need food, right? You, you, you know, we we really don't know what real hunger is, like living in the Western society. Definitely. Plus, if you're if you are fasting or you're unable to get adequate protein in right now, when you do, if you're having a session tomorrow or the next day, when you do reintroduce a lot of protein, then I'm sure you're going to see some strength gains from that anyway. So yeah, it can really be beneficial for you, man. So I've got a question for you then. So say for the day I didn't I didn't hit enough protein. I mean, that's not gonna I'm not gonna lose muscle on my Drew. No. No, exactly. It's going to take really a few days in a row. Yeah, it would take me some consecutive days in a row, you know, and that's what it is. Like we've always said, just average it over the space of a week. You know, if you've had a few yeah. days in a row where you haven't hit, you know, you've, you've gone over on your calories, then guess what? Just cut back for a day or two. If you haven't had enough protein for a few days in a row, guess what? Bump your protein up. You know, it's, it's pretty straightforward, really, isn't it? It's, it's better for you anyway when you do it like that rather than being too caught up on the statistics and the, and the numbers when you're on MyFitnessPal and you have to hit that number. That's going to build up like a negative uh, – Relation, relationship with food okay so doing you know um different calories each day undulating your calories daily and and, and bringing in little tricks like this is, is going to make you become more aware of how your body works basically right mm-hmm. um what you were saying earlier about men losing um muscle not 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 likely but um 
too much um, fasting in men is, is has been known to lower testosterone levels and increase cortisol levels. Um, so the two issues that you have with that, obviously yeah. cortisol is needed to give you energy when you wake up. Mm-hmm. I'm sure spiking it uh, yeah. too often is going to have negative implications for your body. I'm sure. So yeah, that's true. That makes that makes sense. So that's why I was saying at the beginning, you know, there there, there would be some detrimental effects to doing it long term, right? Which is something I'm aware of, especially over the last month, mm-hmm. right, where I've been trying to build muscle. I'm trying to get in a minimum of four thousand calories on average a day, and I pretty much did hit it. And you know, yeah. I I just think I just think personally, like for the average person, if there's a guy listening to us who's looking to build muscle, and that's your number one focus. Intermittent fasting is probably not optimal. You probably want to spread your meals out a bit more because that's something I've struggled yeah. with, you know? Yeah, mate, I've really, I've really found it hard. And, and then I've got in my mind as well, Drew, is like eating too close before. I, like, sometimes I wish I wasn't as aware, you know what I mean? So like eating too close to bed. Um, obviously, I, de- I mean, it's okay to do that a few times a week, but generally I don't want to do that every night. So like I was c- trying to condense everything into... So anyway, so what, I, what I've been doing is just like having like a few times a week, I'll have breakfast a bit earlier, you know what I mean? Just to get that extra meal in. And uh, and get those calories in really. So, what is? And yeah, I was going to ask you. That's, that's, is there anything you want to say? You know, I do. On on that note, anything you want to say regarding regarding what I just no, said? No, that's fine. That's fine. I agree. I agree, with that. I agree with that point. Like, if you are obviously you're looking to to build muscle, like you may want to want to have more meals per day. Yeah, it's not going to speed your metabolism up, as people said before, but. As you just said there, with that point, you you know it's difficult to get if you're increasing your protein intake, especially as you're you're going into a show this year. Mm. And it's going to be difficult to have like a big amount of protein in in each meal because it's so satiated and it's going to fill you up. So you're going to feel horrible eating that big meal again. And that comes back to what we said earlier about like being bloated and and your digestion issues. Exactly. So just separate that up a little bit. I would and maybe I have three to four meals a day. Exactly, you find that a little easier. That's that's what I've heard. I've heard mixed reviews as well about um you know the protein like because let's just talk about this real quick about getting your protein in right. So say for example I was to eat two meals a day, that would require me to get at least seventy grams of protein per meal right. So I need about one hundred and forty grams roughly a day. So I heard I had a kind of a little debate with someone the other day actually, big dude, and he was saying you know no ideally you want to be having protein every couple of hours, and I was like well there's not really any studies to back that up really. Mm-hmm. Um, I can understand that actually if you drip feed it it might have some benefits if you're having smaller amounts because your body may be able to absorb and assimilate it a bit better, but then. On the flip side, like I said, there's no studies. And as Andrew said, then I think as long as your digestion's okay, then I don't think there's any reason to be having, you know, I, I've proven this anyway. I've proven that eating two or three times a day, big meals, I haven't lost muscle. Big amounts of protein in each meal, totally yeah. fine. What's mm. your thoughts yeah. on that, Drew? Like, because people, there's a lot of like the Z-Lots out there saying, you I know. I agree, man. You're probably splitting hairs. Yes, that's what I thought. Split. I'd say you're probably just you're splitting hairs with them. I think like um, it's, it's, it's again as with a lot of things in fitness it, everyone's individual and it's very person dependent like if you mm. feel you need you feel the need to have protein to every two to three hours why not yeah, exactly. and that works well with your body why not if you feel like you can put it into two meals a day and you're not having those digestive issues and, and you know you're enjoying your food and you're not forcing it then why not go for that exactly and that's what it's, it's all about that's it's, what it's all about folks and it just, just again listen to your body yeah that's it just, Listen, that's exactly what I was going to say. Listen to your body, folks. Yeah. Like, if someone works for me, it doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Like, that's why it's, it is no, nothing specific with what we tell people. It's just advice based on our experience and experience with clients. We're trying to help the masses. So if something, like, for example, if you want to go keto, like mm-hmm. a lot of people are doing, and you want to eat, like, 
virtually no carbohydrates and you feel like shit, which chances are you probably will, to be honest, um, then don't continue doing it. You know, yeah. and if if you're doing something which makes you feel not ideal, then stop doing it. It's really that simple, right, Drew? Yeah. Yeah, and if there's something you feel that is too difficult to do for a month, let alone a year or, or ten years, then why are you doing it to yourself? It's not a magical answer for fat loss. Like you need to just be controlling what you're eating and 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 the consuming calories a little bit. You know, being a deficit. Mm-hmm. Plus, have obviously a balanced diet that we always preach, but people are putting things out there that like fasting is the best for fat loss or keto diet is the best for fat loss. Well, really, no, it's not. You no. just need to be aware. And if you if you are, you are eating like a keto diet or you're doing intermittent fasting, and you feel you can do this for a long time, then hey, who are we to to tell you any different? As long as your health uh, is is on the way up and and you're feeling good about yourself, then go for it. But there are no magical answers, I'm afraid, other than strength training moving more um, exactly you know being in a calorie deficit body fat reduction calorie surplus to build muscle etc so spot on um so just to wrap this up have another uh, yeah go on of things. yeah go on. so so another a couple of people who, who shouldn't probably intermittent fast is if you are um a very social person so you like to go out eating and drinking with friends or um with work you have to entertain clients and you're doing that throughout the day then it's not going to be ideal for you to sit down with a client not eat food and they're like why aren't you eating food and you're like oh i'm intermittent fasting and really in that situation or you're skipping meals with when you're sitting down with family and friends probably not ideal plus what we said earlier that we've had eating disorders in the past so if you are now prone to binge eating and you're restricting your food throughout the day then come to the evening and you're binging on thousands of calories that you don't need and the likelihood of you putting on that weight is, is pretty high. So if you are prone to binge eating or eating disorders already, intermittent fasting is probably not for you. Simple. Great stuff. And that's basically I had a guy on Instagram at – he's called Aloha Bob Aloha. Okay, so I'll do it in, I'll do it in like a Hawaiian nice. swang. Yeah? Aloha Bob Aloha. That's his uh, – <laughs> that's his Instagram name and uh, basically maybe we just answer most of his obviously we had the one he, he, he wanted to know he's bit. not going to appreciate that so much anymore. he will mate I've met him before actually he's from Australia so he's pretty, I think he'll be cool um, he might change his oh, username yeah. now though but who cares he's got a good fan exactly but no he wanted us to answer something yeah. regarding thyroid which we're not going to really get into because uh, we, we're not really we don't really know enough about it really but we pretty much answered most of his thing because he wanted to know mm. about fasting benefits versus stresses uh, primarily and he says his money is shifting to only 12 to 14 hour fasts and again it's it's an individual thing right so i think it's a like i said it's better to build it up yeah and start on let's say 12 hour fast so you know you finish eating at 8 p.m you break, you have your breakfast at 8 a.m. Easy. A lot of people tend to do that anyway. A lot of people without realizing. So if you're already doing that and you want to, okay, I want to push to 14, 16, go ahead. Like I said yeah. earlier, delay your breakfast for a couple of hours or maybe break your fast at midday and, and see how you feel. Pay attention to how you feel. That's the most important thing. Don't just do it and then, you know, just continue it and, and, and start grinding it out every day because someone else is doing it. So... Yeah, man. So I was going to ask you, Drew, did you have anything else you wanted to say, mate, to wrap it up? No? Yeah, just like if you fast consistently all the time, then then it might not be good for your hormone profile and it might add another stress to your body, right? Um, plus your body will adapt to it over time. So just use it as a tool and, and like it says, use it intermittently. Don't use it all the time. Exactly. Feed your body when it needs it. Fast when you need to. Simple. Exactly. All right. How about we say 
I was going to say at the end, just our top kind of maybe three benefits that we personally have experienced with intermittent fasting, right? Because we've talked about all the negatives. We've covered most, most, of the, most of the benefits, really. But I guess for me, I'll just say it in one sentence, right? I can't be bothered thinking of three things, right? So in one, in one sentence, not I can't be bothered, folks. I, I do want to bother with you, but it's going to take me a while, right? Anyways, so for me, I would say intermittent fasting is great for your energy levels generally not for everyone but for me personally it's what wonders for my energy in the mornings because like i said i'll skip breakfast i'm with clients and even when i'm not with clients i'm just out of the habit of having breakfast now and i'm now connected to the fact that when i do eat food because i have quite big meals as well generally i'll feel a bit tired especially if i just sit around you know um that's another thing like we've mentioned before when you do eat, if you just go for a little 5 to 15 minute walk after eating, it works wonders for digestion. It's a big process. So when you eat, you know, it's going to use up a lot of energy for your, for your body to digest that. Uh, and also, I find that it's taught me so much about what real hunger is. Now, don't get me wrong. I've learned this the hard way from doing uh, competitions, doing, you know, bodybuilding competitions. You know, you do feel hunger when you're doing those things. And, I, you know, I've, I'm used to going to bed hungry, leading up to shows and, and all that kind of stuff. But actually dragging out fast and, and not eating for prolonged periods for me has taught me that actually I don't feel hunger when I do that. Because we don't really know what hunger is. Because none of us, thankfully, listening to this podcast, uh, have had to really go for longer than a few days without food. So generally has taught me that actually what I thought was hunger was mainly just habit. Yeah, that's one point that I would um, reiterate as well that has taught me that I don't eat food all the time, Mark. Um, and just, I guess, increased clarity and, and um, in, uh, uh, increased mood, basically. So, yeah, mm. three positives for me there. Um, and again, I use it when I when I need it now. Like, I, I don't necessarily call it intermittent fasting, but I do find that in the mornings, like I said earlier, that I take time away from food because I don't have time and I'm out there rushing and I do probably... I had three or four clients in a row this morning, and then after that, I ate. So, you know, I'm skipping a little, little a, a certain part of time in, in the morning. So I guess mm. I'm fasting, and every now and again, I throw in a large fast um, when what, needed. What was the longest months. one you've done? You've you done like 68 hours, didn't you, before? Um, yes. Well, I think I may have, yeah, 68 to 72 hours. I've done that a couple of times, so. Yeah. Okay, I've, ne- I've never gone longer than like, I don't think like 28, I think is my maximum. But um, I was just going to say then, just quickly, I have this question a lot, and um, do you eat before training or do you train in a fasted state? Uh, usually in a fasted state, Martin, yeah. Okay, and what time would you I train would normally? Let's just give it an example of today. Or um, I, I, ideally, I would train um, probably around 11. Okay. Yeah, so I'll eat afterwards then. Okay, sweet. All right, that, that covers everything then. Nice one for chiming in, Drew. It's uh, past your bedtime, so uh, yes, I appreciate sir. it, pal. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Cheers, sir.